Hi there, welcome to the Jewelry Navigator podcast, an on-the-go source of original and unique jewelry with stories of the designers who create it. My name is Brenna Pakes. I'm a graduate gemologist with a degree in geology. I've worked in the retail sector for over 15 years. After completing my graduate gemology diploma and working in the industry for a little while, I took an intermittent career break and worked for a major airline. That's why I combine the theme of aviation and the concept of navigating shoppers to choices of unique jewelry, as well as understanding gem selection and jewelry construction, as well as metal choices. I do a coordinating blog post for every podcast showing photos of the jewelry that we're talking about, as well as links to the jewelers and more information about them. So I hope you enjoy the episodes and feel free to subscribe for your Jewelry Navigator Passport, a way to stay up to date with current episodes and upcoming features. Thanks so much for joining us and enjoy the episode. Hey there, and welcome back to the Jewelry Navigator podcast. I took a little bit of a hiatus over the summer, and I hope you all have had a wonderful summer, and now that it's over, which makes me super sad because I love summer. I grew up in Florida, and I'm so used to the sunshine, but anyway, now that we're back into the swing of things, especially school, I thought this would be a perfect opportunity to talk about alternatives to the high school class ring. And I'm calling this episode, No Ring Left Behind, Alternative Jewelry Choices for the Class Ring. Thanks so much for coming back and joining me on, I guess what I figure is probably the next season of the Jewelry Navigator podcast. And I'm really excited to share with you that I have over a thousand downloads with the episodes and the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I have so much more exciting and fun things to share with you. I've got kind of a back to school theme for the rest of September. I'll be visiting with a jewelry appraiser so you can understand the different jewelry appraisals because that can be confusing. I'll also be visiting with Kate Claus of Thesis Gems perfect play on words, thesis, you know, back to school, that kind of thing. So I've got a lot of really fun things in store for you and can't wait to share the different alternatives to the class ring with you. So sit back, get comfortable and buckle up. Once again, welcome. This is episode number 22 of the Jewelry Navigator podcast. And just to recap on where we left off a few weeks ago, I did do a preliminary back-to-school episode with Jewelers Row, and we did a really cool and fun giveaway. I with collaborated with her and gave away one of her opal watercolor rendering prints, as well as a hand-drawn, sketched, and watercolor-painted oval diamond tote bag from her Jewelers World collection. She does a lot of really fun home decor items that have like jewels and jewelry painted on them. Really talented. She also has two lines of jewelry. So go back and listen to episode number 21. That was so much fun. And she was so generous to give away two of her items. So today we are talking about alternatives to class rings. How many of you have class rings? 
<laughs> I used to have one, but unfortunately it was stolen. Yeah, it really stunk. I was actually on my way back out to GIA on an airplane back when I was at GIA and um, foolishly checked my jewelry in my checked bag. So yeah, all of it got stolen. That was awful. Anyway, <laughs> big, big rule. If, if you ever want to see anything and you're traveling, if you ever want to see it again, carry it with you on the airplane. That was a hard lesson to learn. So my class ring was unfortunately stolen from my checked baggage. I really liked it. It was black onyx and looked different from everybody else's. And that's the point of today is choosing jewelry that doesn't look like a class ring and doesn't look like everybody else's. So let's get started. And I'm going to tell you a little bit of history about the signet ring and the class ring, and then share with you several different options and alternatives, mostly rings. I'm going to stick to rings because I do have so many wonderful jewelers and designers to share with you that if I didn't, I'd have to make this two or three episodes. So class rings don't seem like they've been as popular as they were a few decades ago for a lot of different reasons, cost maybe being one of them. Style selection has been fairly limited, but I noticed in the last probably 10 years or so, they've kind of upped their game, the companies that make the class rings, and they were offering different things like pendants and bracelets and um, other alternatives that didn't look so stated like a class ring. And maybe the students and the families were opting for other gifts like computers or cash instead. But I think still graduating from either high school or college, it's such a significant starting point and launching point into a new part of someone's life. It's still worthy of a jewelry gift, whether it's something that's under $100 or something really special that will probably last you know, a lifetime and be able to be passed down to further generations. So that's why I wanted to share these options with you. Not only are many of the options that I have to share with you affordable, but I'm really excited to share that many of them can either be worn by guys or the girls. So let's get started. A little history about the class ring. The tradition started at West Point Military Academy in 1835 with the first designed class ring, kind of as um, to commemorate, of course, a, a huge accomplishment, but also to form a bond between the students and the alumni. And from there, it just grew to other colleges and universities, and they designed their own. And interestingly enough, back in the late 1800s, Gemstones were beginning to be synthetically manufactured, like synthetic corundum, and corundum is either ruby or sapphire, as well as spinel. They were becoming readily available to use as the center stones, which was convenient because not only are those two gemstones relatively hard, corundum being nine and spinel being eight, but they also could be formed in almost every color. Well, spinel can, um, corundum not so much, but the spinel could be formed in just about every color. So that was really convenient when representing the school colors. So if you still want a ring that has a big, beautiful, juicy, colorful gemstone that merits an academic accomplishment, I've got some really wonderful jewels to share with you. 
But keep in mind, I have a couple of rules to kind of follow, not rules, but just things to keep in mind so that you choose the most durable selection of gemstone and metal and design. When choosing a ring that will be worn and enjoyed on a daily basis or frequent wear, keep these factors in mind. The hardness of the stone is high enough for frequent wear to withstand scratching and chipping, and that constitutes gemstones. I would say if you're going to wear it on a daily basis, don't go any lower than eight. So spinel, corundum, or ruby and sapphire and diamond. And setting the style the style setting for the stone, whether it's prong set or bezel set. And prongs, you might be familiar, most everybody's familiar with prongs. They're the, some people call them claws. It's the little tips that hold the stone in. And then there's a bezel, which is usually the traditional way that class ring stones are set. So it has a rim of metal all the way around the gemstone and it's sunk down into the ring. That's a really safe way to set jewels and gemstones so that there is minimal um, chance for them being scratched or chipped. And then the quality and type of metal. Alternative metals like tungsten and titanium aren't going to be the best choice because they can't be sized. So if it's something you want to wear and have some longevity with, uh, I like to say that rings shrink <laughs> so that nobody gets offended, but you know, things do change and we grow out of jewelry and unfortunately tungsten and titanium cannot be sized. And like I said, in general, the higher the hardness of the gemstone on the scale on the most hardness scale, the better the choice. For instance, like I said, diamond is the hardest at 10 sapphire nine, but an opal is five and a half. Um, don't rule out lab created stones, ruby, sapphire, and diamonds. Diamonds now are available in lab created options. They're a lot more affordable than the natural ones. So there are a lot of options if you still want a really beautiful gemstone. So let's go on with our designers. One of my favorite, and I featured them in episode 10, is California Girl Jewelry. They're my ultimate favorite girls in colored stone gems, uh, colored stone jewelry. And if you're in the San Francisco area, which is where their shop is, their boutique, they serve up champagne while discussing custom design options with their customers. And you can go and try on jewelry and sip some champagne and learn about some unique gemstones that aren't featured in a lot of the jewelry stores. They have some really beautiful rings that are set with spinel, natural spinel, these beautiful change of color spinels. They have sapphires and diamonds, and they mostly use only 18 karat gold. And like I said, they're in San Francisco and it's an all women team. So it's a, it's a really great company. I love California Girl Jewelry. You have to go see their feed, especially, or their website. They have amazing gemstone jewelry. The next designer, and I haven't featured her yet, really unique style of jewelry and her design mimics the lace of crochet and lace work. Jill Kathleen Designs focuses on creating jewelry from sustainably and ethically sourced materials. And she describes on her website as bold, 
feminine, and comfortable for everyday wear, which is perfect for exactly what we're talking about for uh, an alternative for a class ring, something that's going to be worn on a daily or regular basis. But what's really neat about her designs, her designs are really substantial. I like that it's heavier, but you wouldn't think that thinking that her designs are lace-like, but the metal looks like lace. And she uses Canadian sourced diamonds and fair trade gems and materials. Most of her sapphires are sourced from Columbia Gem House, which is in Vancouver, Washington. And they're able to provide mine to market traceability and defines its mission as fair trade and responsibly sourced from Montana, Malawi, and Australia. One of her rings is really exceptionally unusual, and I love it. It's a loop ring, and you have to see it. I can't give a description, a verbal description, justice to this ring, but it has three diamonds. It's really cool. It has a partial European shank that makes it so that the ring doesn't spin, and a European shank is one that's just squared off on the bottom. That's all that is, and it's perfect for rings that are top-heavy, or if you don't want it to be slipping and sliding around your finger, it prevents that from happening. But the one ring that I am going to be featuring, it's a scallop ring set with a rose cut oval diamond. And I feel her prices are really reasonable. Like that ring set in gold is 3945 And let me just mention the loop ring that I was just uh, raving about. In sterling silver, that's 475 with little diamonds. I really like her jewelry. It's so unique and still feminine but bold. Take a look at her designs. It's jillkathleendesigns.com. For rings that will stand the ground beyond making statements as alternatives for class rings, take a look at R. Simentov. I featured him in episode number 12, his rings are just remarkable masterpieces. It's, they're superiorly handmade with unique metal and gemstone combinations. All his work is commissioned, so you know you're getting one of a kind, and it's all custom made and made in New York. And let me just go back a little bit and mention that all of the jewelers and designers that I'm talking about today, all of their jewelry is made here in the U.S., which is really exciting to me. So like I said, all his work is commissioned, and but be ready to be patient because his work is exceptional and it takes time, but it's so worth waiting for. So because we're talking a little bit early before graduation, you know, before next spring, you've got plenty of time if you want something really exceptional. That's R. Simentov, and you can see his jewelry. His Instagram feed is fantastic. So go take a look at his jewelry for something really special. He uses big, beautiful, natural color gemstones. The ring I'm going to be featuring has a large natural sapphire. And the next designer, I love her jewelry. They're like exploding stars and perfect for your graduating superstar. Emily Coven, her design is she makes a signature motif that looks like an exploding star or like a comic book kapow graphic. The ring of hers that I chose to feature is called the mini Stella ring. Stella meaning star, and I'm choosing to feature her 14 karat yellow gold 
mini Stella rings set with pink sapphires. She also makes one just like it, but in sterling silver with little blue topaz gemstones. The sterling silver ring, mini Stella ring is 430 and the 14 carat set with pink sapphires is 808. And both styles are set in a matte finish. She also makes some really pretty stackable rings. I know those are really popular now, fun to wear with just about anything, but those start at 280 and those are set with multiple different gemstones, one that has uh, several different multi-precious gemstones. Let's move on to a different style ring beyond something that is set with gemstones. And those are signet rings. They have been worn since Egyptians were scribbling hieroglyphics on papyrus and arranging stone in desert monuments. They're usually made with one of the precious metal alloys like 14 karat gold, sterling silver. I haven't seen too many in platinum, but of course, I'm sure they're available. And the nice thing about signet rings is that they can be personalized either with like a coat of arms or some kind of a seal or nowadays typically a monogram. But the really cool thing about signet rings is their history. They began with a more formal purpose of signing documents by using melted wax to seal official documents. If these signet rings fell into nefarious hands, all kinds of havoc, treason, and chaos could have ensued. So upon the owner's death, the rings were often destroyed so that that wouldn't happen. So kind of a cool little fact about signet rings. Also, the seal of these original signet rings used to be were engraved backwards so that when they sealed the document, the image, signature, crest, or whatever was on there was legible from left to right. And a more modern day signet style rings, I've been following Drew Jewelry created by Thea Miller. She creates so much expression with her signet style rings that I had to feature three rings from her collection. And I would have chosen so many more, but these were the ones that really resonated with me and were super special. I just had to share them. But as described from her site, Drew is inspired by all that inspires me as a person, nature, music, physical movement, one's personal style, and the observation of people interacting with the world. These are what stir me to create, and that stirring better connects me to why emotions or to my emotions, which determine the direction of my creativity that day. Drew has become a way for me to make sense of life's complexities, find light in the dark places, and create armor that lets the light in. I just feel like that whole concept and how she has uh, integrated the way she lives her life is so apropos for one preparing for new paths and academic goals, like for a class ring, that I just, it was a no-brainer for me to include these rings. The first one is a really unique style. It's an east-west design set with white or black diamond accent on the top, as well as skirting the edge of the top of the ring. And they're available in sterling silver or gold. And I love the concept of the meaning of this ring. Engraved on top is entheos, E-N-T-H-E-O-S, which has a very special meaning. It's perfect for someone with so much to look forward to. And from the description on her website, it's a reminder of the power of exuberance. 
and theos is the Greek translation of a god within and is the root of enthusiasm. This lightweight signet ring has an oblong shape and curves perfectly to fit the finger comfortably. Like I said, it's available in 14 karat yellow, white, or rose gold or sterling silver and set with your choice of diamonds, black or white, rubies, or blue sapphires. And prices for the sterling silver version start at 870 Another one of her rings that's engraved with, uh, with a motto, which I love because my daughter goes to Penn State, Roar Lions Roar, is Roar, the Roar Ring, R-O-A-R like a lion roaring, <laughs> inspired by the battle cry for women in 2018. I am woman, hear me roar. The bold and beautiful 14 karat gold roar ring with rubies and black diamonds, which is so cool, is the perfect ring to remind us that we are forced to be with which to be reckoned. Its diameter is 25 millimeters. It's a pretty substantial ring and features engraving roar. The Roar Ring has rubies and black diamonds set around the edge of its circular top and is $2,950. The third and final signet style ring by Drew I chose to feature is the 18 karat Beacon Conservatory Signet and Locket Ring. It's inspired by Victorian jewelry and set with a rainbow of small sapphires. There's a secret compartment that reveals an engraving of the North Star beneath the top of the ring, and it's beautifully hand-engraved with images to provide hope and guidance. It's substantial and weighs 14 grams and can be worn by men and women. This ring is $3,450 and only available in the gold version, but you have to see it. And of course, I'll post it. Um, I think I posted it on my Instagram feed, so you can go and check that out or see it on Drew Jewelry, but I'll also feature it in the blog post that will accompany the podcast. Hey guys, I'm so sorry if I'm talking fast, but I have so many cool jewelry pieces to get through and I already see that I'm 20 minutes into the podcast, so I have to hustle and share so much with you, but I'm sure you can keep up. And like I said, um, website links, shop links, and other details of the jewelers, artists, designers, and their jewelry will be on the accompanying blog post. Hugo Cole, love him. Uh, I featured him in episode number 16, and I can't say enough to express my excitement for Hugo Cole jewelry. If you love estate and vintage style jewelry, you'll appreciate his story and jewelry even more. To hear a story which is truly inspiring, intriguing, go check out his uh, the podcast that I recorded with him. I actually did that on site at his workshop, which was so much fun. And at his workshop, it's also a museum. It's an all-in-one workshop and museum space from where he works with all the same tools that were once used to create jewelry when the Industrial Revolution began breathing life into America's industrial economy. From his workshop in Harrisonburg, Virginia, Hugo Cole recreates jewelry once worn by men and women from the late 1800s into the early 1900s of America, including beautiful signet-style rings, which is what I was getting at. He also duplicates the designs in pendants and cufflinks, which makes it really cool to share with the guys. And he also makes some beautifully handcrafted money clips and cuff bracelets. 
Prices for his signet-style jewelry start at $129 in sterling silver rings. To learn more about Hugo Cole's journey and jewelry, listen to episode number 16 or visit him at Hugo Cole Jewelry. The next designer, which my one last variation of a traditional style signet ring, is Rita Jewels, also made in New York. She makes signet-style rings with diamonds. And the one that I'm going to feature, it's a band with a diamond signet letter, just one signet letter right across the middle of the band. I love how it's set flush with the band and it comes in three different widths. The, the smallest one is six and a half millimeters, which is a substantial width. That's a pretty standard width of a men's wedding band up to nine and a half millimeters at its at the widest one. And they're all available in 14 karat and 18 karat yellow, white, or rose gold. And prices start at 1050 Rita Jewels also features a selection of personalized initial bracelets, cuffs, set with diamond initials starting at $480. With all of the jewelry that I'm talking about and jewelers and designers, like I said, you can see the coordinating blog post with photos and direct links to their websites and shopping options. And for the final signet ring, I've chosen to share sort of a hybrid signet style ring by Thesis Gems. I love the rich combination of 18 karat yellow gold and the vibrant gems that founder Kate Claus chooses to highlight in her jewelry. Not only is her jewelry unique, but she creates all her jewelry with ethically sourced and recycled 18 karat gold, as well as fair mined and ethically sourced gemstones like Bridges Savorite Garnets, those are the little bright green garnets, from the original mining region where Savorite was first discovered, rubies, Canadian sourced diamonds, opals, and sapphires. The ring I chose to highlight is her sundial ring. With green signifying new beginnings, I felt like it was an appropriate choice to feature this ring. It's a disc style top and set in a circle on the top are seven bridges savorite garnets and high color and quality Canadian diamonds that are daintily pave set around the edge of the ring. The top of the surface has a hammered finish and the shank has a brushed finish. It's such a beautiful ring and would make a beautiful gift for anyone, but a really nice commemoration for um, new beginnings, like a graduation of special gift like that. That ring is 5,400. Now I know Part of the hesitation for class rings is cost, so I do have a lot of really wonderful, affordable choices by talented jewelry designers that I just, I adore these people, and they make such unique options that I couldn't help but include them. And the first one that comes to mind is Debbie Halpern of May Came Home. I met Debbie in July either June or July, at the JA show in New York this past summer, and she's one of my favorite designers, and I featured her actually in episode number 19 of the podcast, so you can go back and hear her story. Many of her designs feature gemstones, but the main attraction is her playful use of color and themes with the use of enamel, like her North Star signet-style ring in sterling silver, or you can wear your spirit enamel 
animal, like a fox, a bunny, a cat, or a pig, all of these are created on top of signet-style rings, and that they're made in sterling silver makes them so much more affordable with prices starting at $95. One of my favorite pieces that she makes is kind of like showing um, a bright future with her color wheel. It's a rainbow color wheel set. You can have a rainbow gem halo around the edge of it. It's really a beautiful piece. One thing, another ring that I really like is her simple east-west oval signet ring with a four-leaf clover. And like I said, I'm going to be featuring photos of these items of jewelry. And you can also see the coordinating blog post of most of these podcasts on my website. So you can see the jewelry or just visit their Instagram feeds. Stop in and say hey to them because I'm sure they would love it and know that you heard about them on the podcast. Crass Jewelry is another great designer I've always just loved. I, f- I fell in love with her concept when the first time I saw it. She makes sustainable jewelry created from mildly damaged parts of luxury and high-end cars like Maserati and Ferraris and Mercedes. She can make cufflinks for the guys, but also really cool compact bottle openers and wine stoppers. Her cuffs and bangle bracelets are her signature pieces, and the really cool thing is that they're gender-friendly and are available in larger sizes to fit the guys. Oh, and she also makes jewelry for pets, like little uh, dog tags. Um, I absolutely love her jewelry, and like I said, it's affordable, so you could even buy a whole suite of it and still come out on top um, way over budget. Um, I'm sorry, under budget um, over a class ring. The last jeweler I'm going to share with you has a really interesting story, especially in relation to her, um, her final project when she was finishing up with her architect degree. So for the architects and engineers, you might want to be interested in something that she makes. Her name is Emily Minton, and she's an architect turned jewelry designer. Through her thesis project, she it involved creating jewelry designed with an architectural concept from concrete. The modern minimalism of her thesis project carries over into her jewelry like a spiral staircase ring. Many of her pieces are named in honor and memory of her grandmother, Patricia. So a lot of the jewelry pieces are titled with Patricia, like the Patricia pedestal ring, which can be worn as a ring or a pendant. The Patricia Levels ring, as she describes the inspiration behind the bold ring with classic lines, it's 25 pieces, 13 levels. Structure deflects, life shifts, walls move, things change. What goes down must come up. Patricia Levels ring is a reminder that levels may change, but beauty does not. 13 also just happens to be a number of change, believe it or not. Another really cool thing about Emily is that she's also her own model on her website. She's perfect for it, and I love the scenery that she chooses to model her jewelry. She's um, really cool, and she's captivated 
the nuance of modern and minimalistic style of her jewelry in the photos. And I'm really excited for her because she's wrapping up her very first fashion show in New York with Flying Solo. Check out her Instagram for uh, photos from the photo shoots. Really exciting. I I love watching her progress and um, her jewelry is just so unique. And I chose to feature Minton rings, but she also creates all other pieces of jewelry like necklaces, earrings, and bracelets, many of which can be worn by both men and women and customizable customizable pendants like these are some of my favorite. It's so cool. It's a um it's a square tube. It's hard to describe. You have to go see it and I'll post it on my on my Instagram feed and my website. But it's a square tube and on one side it says I am <laughs> And then on the other side, you rotate it over. It says, I am badass or I am unstoppable. I am empowered. And those prices, those pe- most of our items start at around 200 And watch my uh, Instagram feed and future blog posts because I'll have some other surprises to share with you. So that's it for today's little journey of alternative jewelry for class rings no ring left behind i hope you enjoyed it and please be sure that you subscribe to jewelry navigator passport as i'm going to be upping the game and including some more surprises and announcements coming up thank you so much for joining me i know you have a choice in podcasts and so appreciate you listening to jewelry navigator I'd love to hear from you. Please chime in and say hello to me at um, at Jewelry Navigator on Instagram, or you can send me an email, and that's Brenna at JewelryNavigator.com. Thanks so much for joining me, and until next time, fasten those safety clasps. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.